Okay, it's the Chicago Bears. Dan Hampton, an Arkansas Razorback, played as a Chicago Bears defensive tackle from 79 to 90. Elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 02. Ed Obradovich. The U of I, I and I, drafted to the Bears in 1962. Part of the NFL Championship team of 1963. Glenn Kozlowski. BYU Cougar, played six years on the Bears, specializing in special teams and wide receiver. Mark Carmen. You, Mark Carmen. Yeah. You're just a sexy young guy that doesn't know a, a damn thing. Welcome to the Hamp and OB Show with Cause, Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN. It is a victory Sunday night. The Bears have knocked off the best team in football. The LA Rams are no longer 11 and 1, 11 and 2. Your Bears are are just incredible here with a 15-6 win led by the great Mitchell Trubisky. Welcome into Hampton OB with Cos. <laughs> wow. Hey, and, and where did you hear it first on the pregame show? We were unanimous in uh predicting a, a victory and I got to tell you, uh, old man winter come early for the Rams. They did not want to be out on that field. And you know what? We we can just say this. Thank you know. Thank the Lord that our defense is playing at such a magnificent rate that we could overcome the horrendous play of not only you know our quarterback but withstand you know Jared Goff, who was a lot of people you know had him uh, as one of the top five quarterbacks in the game. I didn't see it tonight. They didn't want to be there. The Bears made sure of it. Well, I'll tell you what, Mom. You know what happened tonight? Uh, you know again. And I've been saying it after the third game. There's something magical going on here. I talk about the calls, the referees, the whatever. It is phenomenal. It is unbelievable what's going on. How you can win with a defense in today's game befuddles me. It's all about the ball, throwing the football. The rules say they dictate what to do with this game. And I'm going to tell you something. Today, what was it, 11-1, and one, the Rams come in here tonight, and I predicted last Monday that they would win this game. But I had no idea that our quarterback... Danny, what are what uh, Mark? What's what are what's sixteen of, Let, we folks? We won a game tonight against a team with the best record, and listen to Trubisky's stats. He was sixteen to thirty, one hundred and ten yards, one touchdown. On a trick play <laughs> to an offensive tackle. By the name of Bradley Soule. The sixth, Unbelievable. The 16th guy for the Chicago Bears to score a touchdown this but year. But the next thing you're going to say is the most important. How many interceptions? He threw three interceptions Folks, tonight. and we, that's what I wanted. We won. And we won. And we won. A game. Won. We won an actual game with that kid at quarterback with those stats and those numbers. Let me tell you how we did it. Again, with a magnificent defense. They came after Jared Goff. They made that kid play football. And and why? Why? Their their phenomenal 31-year-old genius offensive coach, greatest coach on the planet. You mean to tell me we surrounded him? He couldn't even breed. I'm talking about the Rams quarterback golf. Okay? One time 
I think it was late in the third quarter, early in the fourth quarter, that they try a bootleg. They never got him out of the pocket. And we just came blitzing, and our linemen were teeing off play after play after play, and they would not change up. They stuck to their game plan, and our defense killed them. Our defense was magnificent. Those guys up front did a great job. Offensively, offensively, our offensive line, kudos to the offensive line of the Chicago Bears. They have a Dominic and Sue, uh, who was it? Uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. I mean, they got guys that are that are beyond Superman. Okay, supposedly all year, they defensive players of the year. This, that, every other thing. Our offensive line ate them up. Invisible. They, they were invisible. They ate them up, folks. So if you want to give a game ball or game balls to somebody, guess what? Those five guys up front, our offensive line, give it to them because they did the job. That's what pulled this game out for us was our offensive line and, again, which is every week, our magnificent defense. But, again, I can't stress it enough how great the Bears' offensive line played today. Absolutely. And, again, you have to you know tip the cap to Vic Fangio. Some really good schemes, but we just basically – Outmanned the the L.A. Rams, which everybody across the NFL has, you know, basically stood their mouth agape, going, "Wow, these guys are so great! Nobody could stop them." Well, guess what? They got stopped tonight, six points, which is about twenty nine points below their average. But more importantly, as great as all this other sidebars are, the defense, our offensive line, OB, I got to tell you, and we're you know, callers, feel free to. to take uh, issue with this, but I got to tell you, I said this right before we left the air at 5 o'clock, and I said, okay, worst case scenario, what's the worst thing that can happen? We need our quarterback to not be all amped up, goofy and jumpy, and and come out trying to be a hot shot and start throwing the ball inaccurately and trying to make some things happen, and that's exactly what I did. The first two plays we call for passes, he's a one-read. Quarterback. He looks one, and if the first read's not there, by the time he gets to the second or the third, everything's completely out of uh, out of commission. And then he has to pull the ball down and try to run. And he ran a couple of times, but then his first attempt going downfield, he overthrew an 18-yard out route. And now the rest of the game, Matt Nagy is, folks. I'm telling you, it's almost sad. It's third and eight, third and seven, third and nine in the in the second half, and we won't throw the ball down the field because we're too damn scared because our quarterback is so bad. He can't make the plays. He can't. He's, he's not an accurate player, not an accurate passer. Tonight, last week, the week before, the week before that, the week before that, the year before that. <laughs> it's just a fact. It is. It's right in front of you. This kid does not have accuracy, and I don't know how you get it. Maybe pray a little bit more or something, but I can tell you something. No coach can coach accuracy, and this kid, Trubisky, has a tremendous problem with it, folks. He's got a tremendous. You see us. What are we? We're a dink and dunk slash trick offensive team that I've been telling you all year. And it's a magical year. Again, we get all the calls, all the breaks. Everything goes our way. There's something going on here that's absolutely unbelievable. Again, we win a game tonight. How much? What's the time difference? 
How many? It had to be 38 or 39. How many? This is important. The Chicago Bears had the football tonight 36 minutes and 49 seconds. The Rams had the ball for 23 minutes and 11 seconds. So let's and just, we 13 minutes. Let's we won this game. We put 15, 15 points on the board. And we won it with a quarterback. Well, the defense put two of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's we won again on defense. There I said go. that. But again, that amount of time, folks, and it was the same thing as, as like last week or the week before. We were like 10, 11 minutes more. And we're, we're, we won the game. What was it? 15 to 6? 15 6. 15 to 6. We got a quarterback. I mean, I, I, it, it's so frustrating. And, and, and this press in this town, they glorified this kid. I have no idea. They were a dink and dunk team, and that's exactly who we are. And I'm going to tell you what, like you said, Dan, at the end of the game, watch. They are not going to allow that kid to throw a ball. Nope. They're going to try run the ball, run it, run it, and run the clock out and hope the hell we get out of here if something crazy doesn't happen. All right, uh, sexy guy that doesn't know a damn thing. Let me tell you yes, something. Yes, sir. You know, all year long you've been hiding behind the oh well his completion uh, percentage and uh, you know I don't want to hear that hey, stuff hey, anymore. Hey, I'm telling you, it's almost impossible to be as bad as he was tonight. And and you know I don't want to hear oh well he had a bad shot. I, I'm just Forget telling about you about that. I don't want to hear about the temperature. I mean all the this kid and again. Anytime this team has given up more than 24 points, we've lost. Nine times we've held people 24 or less, and we've won. Nine games. Lost four. So we can't be winning every game. We need the offense here and there. But as bad as he was tonight, oh, my God. And that was a 19th-ranked Ram defense. They didn't want to play. Like you said, OB, you know, they're big defensive tackles everybody hears about. They were invisible. And yet... Up until the very last couple of minutes of the game, it was still in doubt, still in question, because we have no ability to put people away when our quarterback plays that bad. Hold on a second. It'll be 312-981. Let me just get the phone number. 312-981-7200 is the phone number if you want to jump in. 312-981-7200. Mitchell Trubisky was sacked one time tonight. Offensive line. Again, think about all the good components that we've got, and the the quarterback is, is basically... Dragging us down. But, well, I'll tell you what. Again, I said it. Let me say it again. I can't say it enough. We've won every game on defense, folks. Period. There's no discussion. But what impressed the hell out of me tonight was our offensive line had a big challenge. And reading all the press and everything about L.A.'s defense and the Dominican Sue and Donald, uh, the guy's going to be defensive player of the year. They're running around. They're killing people. They're doing everything, whatever have you. And our five guys, they took them on and buried them. They buried them. So, again, our offensive line, you guys, you kids did a hell of a job. God bless you. It was a great game that you guys pulled off tonight. And it was a great win for the Bears all the way around. But then again... There's one guy that I'm telling you, he throws for 126 yards, 110 yards, 160 yards. I, folks, I, I, and again, I say it's a magical year, but when you play this game, you play for one thing to win the Super Bowl. That's it. You don't play for an eight and eight season, uh, uh, whatever, uh, a 14 and two season or whatever. You play to win the Super Bowl. Nothing else counts. And I said it before, earlier, many games ago, 
We will never win a Super Bowl with this kid, Mitch Trubisky, at quarterback. It will not happen. Nine and four, the Bears are. They beat the Rams fifteen to six. Uh, sexy guy who knows nothing. The excuse for Mitchell Trubisky tonight that oh, I oh, you got all excuses for him. Yeah. I don't want to hear him. I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah, you can take him and the mouth breather Jared Goff and uh, take a hike. The two games off killed him. He was out of rhythm. Well, he'll be rolling next week. Well, we're going to need him. Hey, you saw the Green Bay Packers. They fired the coach. Everybody woke up. They actually played pretty good game today. Beat Atlanta. It ain't going to be easy, but. I, you think we're going to hold uh, Aaron Rodgers to six points, OB? This, no. This ain't going to work. That's 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 not going to happen. But I'll tell you what. Now, that's another one. And and, and is this everything's working out that's unbelievable. You got Aaron Rodgers. They come in. They've got a new coach. They, they went out today, and they beat a pretty damn good football team. And boy, when you got to play against Aaron Rodgers, you better be you better be spot on. But I'll tell you what. We got them. We're playing them at home again in front of the best damn fans in the land. And I'll tell you what, I can't wait till next Sunday. And by the way, the game's going to be at noon. Thank God. <laughs> OB don't like these night I mean, games. Night ga- oh my God. But we, but we got to spend so much time together, OB. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. All right. But you, you know, again, I, I can't because, because of, all you all been hearing hearing about is the defense of the Rams. Their great defensive line. They're mauling. They're killing people. They're doing this. They're doing that. Sacks. And again, I I, I was so proud of those guys up front on that offensive line because they don't get much many kudos. Okay, they really don't. Well, well tonight like- you kids earned it. You got you, game ball. All five of you. That's Get the a game ball. Yep, and that's a rookie left guard, James Daniel and and Brian Witzman, uh, a, a, a backup right guard that gave those guys all they wanted. 312-981-7200 will bring Kaz into the conversation next. It's Hamp and OB with Kaz, presented by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bears beat the Los Angeles Rams 15-6. to They're 9-4, and three games to go. Playoffs and then the Super Bowl, 720 WGN. To the Hampton OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears 15, the Rams 6. Bears defense was incredible all night long, and the Bears are 9 and 4. Hampton OB with Kaz on 720 WGN with you till midnight tonight. Let's bring in the Kaz man and Kazi. What what what'd you like tonight, baby? What what uh, well, what what brought a smile to the face? Well, the fact that the Bears won and they literally whipped the living snot out of the L.A. Rams, the superstar Rams that light up the scoreboard and ding ding ding. Hey, maybe the NFL uh, you can win with great defense in the NFL. And uh, that's what happened tonight. The hey, Bears Glenn? defense dominated the game. That's, a, that's right. Glenn, I think I, I don't have my glasses, but I'm reading this. I just looked at this stat. Okay, you know, we won the game. Average game per pass play. For the Bears or for, um, for, the, Bears. for uh, three, the Rams? 3.2 yards. Per you're talking about the Rams, per right? Per pass, yeah. No, the Rams no. are 3.4. Yeah, Rams yeah. are 3. Point. Yeah, well, we were 3.2, and we won a game in the National Football League. So he can't be worse. He can only be better, yeah, and no, they just beat the Rams. Listen, guys, right? this game was predicated to be won the way it was won. 
Our defense was crushing them, and quite honestly, I don't know why Nagy threw the ball so much because they were giving him the inside run the whole game. They had those two inside guys playing in three techniques, and you could run right up the center because you had all the angles. So literally, they should have run the ball all night long and not let Trubisky throw the ball because he was awful, and you know that that happens. But the hot shot Goff was worse than he was. So they just took turns throwing picks, and our defense does what it has done nine times, and they, they win the ball game. Jared Goff was 20 of 44, 180 yards, no touchdowns, four interceptions. He was sacked three times. It seemed like he had no idea what was going on all night. No. And, You're exactly correct. And you know what? Uh, go ahead, Dan. You know, because it's at some point, you know, and and we we just said this before. Hey, we're we are we all predicted the Rams, you know, to go down tonight. We all predicted the Bears to play great. But come on, let's be realistic. We're not going anywhere if our quarterback plays like that. And so, you know, obviously, all this is tempered with the fact that the offensive line had their performance of the season. We've got two great backs, uh, Thunder and Lightning. We've got four playmakers outside. When you you know add, uh, you know add the tight end, but how bad how bad is is, is Trubisky? You can't be that bad. How can, how did that happen, Cos? Well, he, you know he was. We we talked to Dan. You and I talked about it in the pregame and Ed that. Uh, more than likely, he was going to lay an egg tonight and be Stinko. And, I, you know, I, I just felt like our defense was going to stop the run, which they did. And we did not really – we didn't have to blitz. Our, our, we'd go four – you know, we'd bring the two, one of the outside backers and the three interior guys, and we were, we were taking them apart. So, literally, we were getting to them without really bringing people. So you know what it the amazing... really made it difficult. Glenn. And they couldn't run the ball at all. The one thing that I couldn't understand, and I'm on, I'm talking about the Rams, they got plummeled well, one, all the way down for all four quarters. But when does a coach decide that your quarterback is getting killed and he can't play football, dropping back? You mean to tell me they don't have where they move the pocket, sprint out, or bootlegs on that team? They came with one bootleg late in the third quarter or early in the fourth quarter. But they let that kid golf stand there, and our our defensive line, and, and even when we blitzed, we were all over that kid. He didn't know where the hell to throw the ball or what to do with it. And that was just great defense. <laughs> but we were squatting, too. I mean, look, you... Our defensive backs and our, our you know, uh, Jackson especially, if they ran a, like a little dig and up, um, it's a touchdown. But the truth is, Jackson's confident that they're going to get to the quarterback, so he's jumping those routes. And so it, it makes it very difficult to throw in the passing lanes. And when you can't, you know, when the Rams, their one drive in the beginning of the fourth quarter, they started running the ball, having success, and they moved it down to about the 15-yard line and then imploded. But the point of it was is they don't operate, and I'm going to tell you the Saints are the same way. How did Dallas beat the Saints and hold them to, what, nine points or whatever that low score was? They shut down the run and forced them to be one-dimensional, and they got after the quarterback. God, and this, was a, this is a guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame God, in Breeze. Akeem Hicks scored a touchdown last week. Can they give it to him again? They don't. And then Trubisky throws, and it's caught by Brown. 
Make that play, the Marconi play we relish. Brought to you by Marconi Jardinera. You can put it on everything. Relish all your meals because Marconi makes it better. Hamp OB with Kaz on 720 WGN till midnight. Bradley Soul, the 16th bear to score a touchdown. And on that play, he was one of 17 defensive players who were eligible on the play. That was that was that was a wild, wild moment in the game that I'd hamper. It really was. And you know, okay. On one hand, you say, "Wow, this is off the charts, being creative, gimmicking, whatever you want to call it." Blah blah blah. And then they, you know, bring four defensive linemen in, line them up in various spots, and then sneak a, a you know your backup offensive tackle into the end zone and throw him a touchdown pass. It was high. But he caught it. <laughs> Akeem Hicks, Jonathan Bullard, Bilal Nichols were also eligible on the play. Kaz, you had, did you have that one when you were coaching? Hey, I would have tried anything to score a touchdown. So trust me, if you know, it, it was. It, it, those are the kind of plays we've talked about it before. It irritates the other team, and they remember those kind of plays. But the Bears have done this now a couple of times and they keep adding to it and you know who would have guessed that as an offensive tackle that kid couldn't block a, a cold but as a wide receiver he made a great catch. it was I swear. he jumped up and i mean and he caught it the way a wide receiver got it with his hands at the high point i mean everything about what he did including his goofy dance was wide receiver-esque the dance was unbelievable I mean, I, I it was I was shocked that I saw Ob just got up and did the same exact isn't dance. Every isn't that every big man's dream though to get that touchdown or make that kind of catch? You know, you got your hand in the mud all the time. I'm talking about an O lineman. I mean, that's 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 your dream uh, play, and you know that kid got to live it tonight, and it was important. The Bears needed that touchdown. Yeah. Absolutely, and you know, think about this, guys. You know, and we're going to have this later on as the, the game changing moment was when the Rams called timeout on themselves. Remember, they're driving 11 plays, and then they call timeout, and they come back in, and then they have a motion penalty, and then they wind up missing the field goal. And that was, I mean, that that was basically where if, if they were able to go ahead and punch it in, then it would have been a, you know, a, 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 a fight for a field goal at right. the end. Let's make- yeah, no, no question, and that's... But that is, you know, it, it, that's the frustrating part. And I think that's what, what you know, I, I, the frustration is, is that the Bears dominated tonight. The defense shut down the, the most high-powered offense in the NFL, shut them down completely, and we still were nail-biting up until about seven minutes left in the game, which it shouldn't be that way. But that's what happens when your quarterback is missing as inaccurately as he was. And, you know, most of his picks weren't great plays by the, the defensive backs. They were just horrible throws. Yeah, self-defense. <laughs> hey, Glenn, it, it's, uh, Mark had mentioned, I guess there's a couple of people, or I don't know how many, texted that were being too hard on Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> well, now, now, I... <laughs> I he, I don't even ha- I don't what he did tonight that was let, stinko. Let, let me just answer to you people this way. I folks, we have to report what went on, okay? He threw for 110 yards. He threw three interceptions. His rating was 33. Okay? And let me tell you about something else. 
There's a kid in this league called Patrick Mahomes. Say came out the same year as Trubisky. As of tonight, he has thrown for 4,300 yards and 43 touchdowns. Yeah, there's no question. He's but he's the guy. You know, let's be honest. This is you know now we we could talk about him every week. That is spilled milk. He is in a lot of ways. He's redefining the quarterback position. So he's the next wave of great quarterbacks and the way he throws. I mean, the no look pass he threw today. But in spite of how, as great as he is, you know the the Chiefs had to go into overtime to beat the Ravens, and, you know, the, what, what's the difference for them? They lost their stud running back, and it, it does matter. Even though, you know, it is a passing league, you can't just throw on every down. You still have to run the ball, and you have to run the ball effectively to really score a lot of points. Hey, Glenn. And unfortunately, we can't throw the ball, but, you know, we can run the ball at on occasions. You know what? The great Dan Hampton brought this up. You know, they played against the number one defense in the National Football League, and he passed for 377 yards, Mahomes did, against the number one ranked defense in the National Football League. This kid is something else. You want to talk about a quarterback. You want to talk about accuracy, the wherewithal to get the job done. It is. It, it, I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. And Kaz touched on the running game. Jordan Howard tonight, 19 carries for 101 yards, which is a season. He went over 100. Yeah. It matters. It and matters and the offensive line. Theirs. Again, they did the a offensive great line job were magnificent. In all phases and all facets. But here's the one thing. And, folks, the reason we're being critical is, again, this game was never put away until inside two minutes when we basically owned them all night because of the deficiencies of quarterback. But more importantly... In the second half, when we could extend drives, keep our defense off the field, keep the ball away, we couldn't do it because on third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, we're handing it off on a dive play because our quarterback is too incompetent to be able to trust him to throw it for, you know, you know, moving the chains and keeping the drive going. So at some point, we have to tell you what you got to know. And again, we're so happy and we predicted this win. But if this kid doesn't get better and get better fast, it ain't going to matter much once well, we get to January. Well, let's come back yeah. and talk about how, how you would attempt to get him from where he is right now. He's had some great games this year, not a ton, but he's had some very good ones. And then he's had, uh, well, he hasn't been as bad as he is tonight, but he's been close to this bad before, too. So where do you go from here? Got three games to go to get ready for the playoffs. Let's do the Muller game-changing moment, sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, Merrillville. Well, it was after the 11-play drive in the fourth quarter when the Rams were headed to the north end zone, and what? They called timeout? The Rams they called it. Stop, stop their twice. own momentum. Are <laughs> you they kidding did, me? They did it once. They did it twice. And then... <laughs> Had a penalty called on him, and then they missed a field goal that basically rendered the game, you know, a moot point. But that was a game-changing moment, and it was all the courtesy of the magical year. That's I'm telling you what I have one word for it: magical. I've been saying this for week after week. I don't know how else or what the heck and the gods. Green Earth to tell you the things that are happening with this team. Uh, you, you, you what? It, but it's it's great. It's wonderful. But 
real quickly here, Mark, before we go to a break or whatever, I'm going to tell you something. I want to get back to our offensive line because I thought they were going to get killed tonight. And I'm going to tell you what. Those kids played their heart out. They knew there was a challenge. They met the challenge, and they defeated the challenge. They defeated a great defensive line, and they played great, and I can't say it enough. James Daniels, I mean, he had help, but what he did on Aaron Donald tonight was for a rookie. Fine job, fine job. But back, one last thing, you know, the one time, the one drive where our defense couldn't stop the Rams, they stopped themselves. That yeah, was the game changing moment. That's the Mueller change. That Mike Mueller must have put the hex on him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Bears fans, enter for your chance to win two spots on the all-inclusive Bears fan trip to Cancun at chicagotribune.com slash monster giveaway. It's courtesy of the Chicago Tribune. 312-981-7200. Kaz is sticking around, and we are taking your calls. Coming on back here. Bears beat the Rams 15-6. to They're 9-4. and The Green Bay Packers coming to Soldier Field next Sunday, noon kickoff, 720 WGN. This is the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Three games to go in the season, and it's the playoffs. That's right, playoffs. Just say it over and over again. The Bears are going to the playoffs. And obviously, it's not official yet. Magic number is three coming into tonight to clinch the division. So now down to two. Vikings will play the Seahawks tomorrow. We'll see how that one goes. That's a huge game as far as wrapping I'll up. say they'll go down. Let's get to the callers. Well, here, before we do that, just real quick, the defensive start of the game is brought to you by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Ham, who you got? Well, you know, Achilles. Bill Mack is always, you know, a contender. Uh, tonight, Kyle Fuller was great. Eddie Jackson was great. Even Eddie Goldman had maybe his best game, but it was Akeem Hicks, OB. Right. Akeem Hicks, a, he was a man amongst boys. And you know what? So much for Aaron Donald. Akeem Hicks was the best lineman on the field tonight. Kaz, any, uh, any additions there? Yeah, well, listen, uh, Khalil Mack demands a double and sometimes a triple team and there's no way that a single lineman could handle hicks one-on-one and so i guess the point of it is is that they go together and when when donald is getting doubled or a double team the other guys on the rams can't get to the quarterback so it does say volumes about akeem hicks and and even uh, you know all of those guys even leonard floyd played well tonight but it does start with Khalil Mack, and you know the one time he he got double team and still had a, a strip sack. And as magical as this season has been, and it has been, we got to give credit where credit is due. This is, I don't care what anybody says, I would take this defense over any other defense in the league right now in the NFL, including the Baltimore Ravens. Well, and I was going to say that you know the magic starts and ends with two things. The signing of Khalil Mack changes the entire defensive complexion, but keeping Vic Fangio. Matt Nagy probably hasn't said it enough how fortunate he is that all that happened for his good you know, benefit. And you go back in time. I mean, every time John Fox would come to the podium, it was just cringeworthy. And then here, here's, here's Fangio would come up and be like, you would straight, intelligent, everything made sense. Uh, I and uh, that was good job, Chicago Bears keeping Vic Fangio around three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's get to the phones here. John in Fox Lake, you are first on Hampton. Will be with Cousin seven twenty WGN. Go ahead. Hey guys, what I would call this year is we're playing with the uh, casinos' money. I 
I don't think anybody here can honestly say that we thought the Bears would have this record. Nope. So that's that's not giving Mitch a pass. But last year, you can just throw it away. He didn't have the right staff. Now he does. Even though it's not his rookie year, Mitch is growing, and he's uh, developing as we move along here. Let me say this, and I know Pace can see this. We don't have the receivers on this team. We need a 6'5 speed guy. We don't have that. And I don't, you know, what I can't see on TV is how open these guys are getting out there and if Mitch is missing reads or what have you. Yeah, he had a bad night. But I could settle for him. You know, where we're going to end up at the end of the year is where we're going to end up. Mitch is gaining experience. My long-term outlook for Mitch, I think, is great. I'm not as hard as I've been hearing on the phone here. But you know what? Mitch is getting better, and I see it. He just had a bad day. And uh, I don't understand why we have four four tight ends or five tight ends either. And I know that's a broken record. But All right, John, we got you, we got you, we got you. I, I... He misses a lot of open guys, and a lot, our receivers are actually really good. They are. We've got the four we, best. We have, we have a talented yeah. group of receivers and backs. So that's not right, John. But, hey, look, he, he had an awful game, not a, not a bad game. But the Bears won. And when you can win when your quarterback is – Insignificant. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that is that's saying something. That's saying something about your defense and the whole team. And you know, we, we maybe we uh, listen. Nagy at times he could you know the bu and all the other stuff drives me nuts. But you know what he does have? He has command of this team, and they believe in everything he's saying and and and, and preaching to him. So. They're they're buying into this, and that's why they're nine and four. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Let's keep some calls rolling here. Matt on the north side, welcome to seven twenty WGN. Live your dream, Matt. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate you keeping it real and uh, you know letting letting Mitch kind of have it. But I I also want to say, I mean, he is slowly getting better. But the defense won this game, and that offensive line was awesome, like you guys said. And Dan, uh, your defense. Those are the guys who did it. And I just want to say, Ed, I'll take my steak extra medium rare when we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let me tell you good, something. Good pal. one, Matt. How old are you? You think you can live long years enough? years old. 53. Okay. Long way to go, kid. Thanks, Matt. Hey, OB saying they can't win the Super Bowl with Mitchell Trubisky, but I... I, I made the statement. It's that earth-shattering. Uh, I'm just telling you. I, I, I You got well, a guy like Patrick playing, and that's out what there, saying, and these other right? guys, give me a break. See, and, and here's the part that you folks... Look, this isn't Kyle Orton, some uh, hayhead from uh, Iowa someplace. <laughs> hey, this was the number two overall pick in the draft that we you know, sacrificed an entire draft to go get because he's got to be and will be and has to be that savior. And he's he was horrible. He, folks, go back and look at the film. He was bad, really bad, scary well, bad. Yeah, he was. He was. This is one of the worst performances I've seen by a quarterback. But both quarterbacks were awful. But that doesn't excuse what happened for our guy. He was. He was horrendous. But our defense was great. Uh, and for the and, record, Goff was actually worse than Trubisky tonight, which is hard to I, believe. That's but, what I said. Yeah. They were both awful. Yeah. Well, but he was playing against what caused his best defense. And the Rams defense didn't want to show up tonight. And we blocked them. So yeah. so it was yep. apples and oranges. That's a that's a very, very fair point. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Dave in South Florida. Go ahead, Dave. 
Hey, what's up, guys? I called you guys back uh, 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 back when uh, the Bears played the Dolphins, and I think a lot of uh, <clears throat> um, uh, issues exist with the games that we did lose. I know we're, you know, what, what our record says it is, but I think uh, th- those losses to the Dolphins and the Giants are come back and creep up on us come the playoff time because of the uh, the record. Uh, I don't think any team wants to face us in the playoffs in Chicago, being it's so cold. But what do you guys think our chances are going back to L.A. During, in a playoff game or the Saints? In- it's, it's a great point, Dave. I don't mean to sip you, but you, you, you got it out there. It's a great point. The Bears well, at home, huge edge for them, especially uh, at late in the year. No, I, no question. I say this. In my point of view, I, it doesn't matter where the Bears play. I'm telling you, I'm sticking to my words, what I said. This is a magical year. It is, uh, I mean, week after week, we look and see what goes on, the calls, the play. I mean, it's mind-boggling. And I'll tell you what, we're winning. Kudos. It's great. And now I'm starting to believe that maybe, hey, maybe we could get to the Super Bowl. Maybe we could win it. I, you know, from what the hell's You're going right. on here from week to week? It's unbelievable. Well, Pittsburgh, New England, I mean, all of these, you know, so-called hotshot teams, they went down today. And so it was uh, – the Bears set notice to the rest of the league, well, we're 9-4, and four, we don't have the shiniest record, but guess what? Nobody wants to play that defense. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Let's go real quickly here. Back to the offensive line today. They, pro- they probably played against – as people see it throughout the league, the most dominant defensive line in the NFL, okay? And these kids, again, stood up, took them on, and took them down. And I'm going to tell you something. You think those kids aren't going to go out tonight, and if they don't pat themselves on the back, I'll pat them on the back. They were magnificent, and maybe they learned something about themselves, how good they can be taking on the probably the best defensive line in football, and they annihilated them. And that's exactly what the hell happened, folks. They really took care of business. And they actually played, they practice against the best defensive line in the league right now. But you're right. I mean, that's what the experts were saying that. But hey, listen, they, they, had, they had three down linemen, two linebackers, and six defensive backs in the game tonight. That's, that's the defense they were playing. So they were giving up the inside on the run because those were outside backers. You had basically two a nickelback and a strong safety or extra safety sitting in the middle. So you got to run the football against a team that's playing that defense. Kazi, we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate you. You got it, guys. All right. Great win for the Bears, and the magic continues. Yes, it does. They can end it right here with a stop on a fourth and ten. Can the Rams stay alive? They can. Another interception. Look tomorrow to stop. One for the books tonight. One for, one for the books indeed. The D was incredible. We're just sitting here spending the uh, break, shockingly, looking at Mitchell Trubisky's stats for the year. He He's now played in 11 games. Seven out of 11, he's thrown for, he has not thrown for over 220 yards. 220 or less in seven of the 11. He had 110 tonight. The Bears got three games. No, to... he had 100. Yeah, Net yeah. yards, he had 100. Okay, well, he gets he gets credit for the for the for the 110. That's how it goes into the in the record books here. But okay, 
Uh, let's bring in Adam Hogue out at Soldier Field, who I'm sure wants to talk about things uh, other than the quarterback. In addition to the quarterback, the injury report is brought to you by the Mancini Law Group. One law firm, one promise. Maximum justice, maximum results. They did get a little dinged up tonight, Adam Hogue. Yeah, potentially a big one with Bryce Callahan, who's really come along this year, uh, been healthy for the first time really in his career, and um, has been playing really well. So he's got a foot injury. Don't know the severity of it right now. Um, you know, I thought it was a good job by Vic Fangio in the second half. Sherrick McManus went in there. We've seen Sherrick before. Um, not a terrible guy to come in in relief, but he's been picked on before. I thought the Rams tried to do that, but Vic mixed things up a lot. Had Leonard Floyd in the slot a couple times. Khalil Mack dropping back in coverage. They were doing all that just to kind of uh, make up for the loss of Bryce Callahan in the second half. And you know what? It it worked out. I mean, they didn't go a point in the second half, which I thought was really impressive. I saw you tweeting uh, about Mitchell Trubisky and him saying that uh, he didn't, he was not pleased with his performance tonight. Obviously, how could you be? But uh, any, anything, any other highlights from the what I, what you were able to get from the postgame locker room? Well, the play that they ran for the touchdown with four defensive linemen on the field and a throw to the offensive lineman, Bradley Soul is called Santa's Slay. Guys, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. That's the name of the play. And, and it was the only offensive touchdown in this game. Go figure. You know, I was thinking you're going to see a lot of points today. I actually thought I was being kind of conservative 28-22. A lot of people thought this game would be in the 30s. Uh, but it was just kind of a weird game. Give the Bears defense a lot of credit for controlling this. And then obviously, you know, I don't know how to analyze the Bears offense much more than the quarterback just didn't really play all that well today. Missed a lot of throws. And they did get Jordan Howard going, though. First game over 100 all season long. Right, and I, I do think that's significant. Um, and I can bring, you know, you asked me about the press conferences, too. Matt Nagy, without directly saying this, was sort of implying that this was a different he, oh, he said it. He said directly that this was a unique, unique game play calling wise for him. I followed up and asked what he meant by that. Um, and basically, to paraphrase his answer, what I think he was getting at was just that the defense was playing so well, his quarterback wasn't playing so well, and they were very worried about Aaron Donald. So they were making sure not to have the catastrophic game wrecking type play that Aaron Donald could give you at any moment by just running the ball being safe, which obviously they were very conservative there at the end, um, twice running it on third and long. And, you know, he just get out of there with a W, I think, was the philosophy, which I think is pretty different for Matt Nagy, who tends to be relatively aggressive. And as we've all kind of criticized, the one uh, criticism of him this season has been that he has been a little too pass-happy at times, where, like, especially last week against the Giants, I thought there were more opportunities to run the football Today he stuck with that, and Jordan Howard goes over 100. So I do think that's significant for this offense. Let me ask you about the play before half where it's fourth and one. He throws the punt unit out there, and then they go 11 for 11 sub. They knock down the official, and Matt Nagy yeah. goes crazy on, on, on the officials that because uh, they blew the play dead. What, was that, what, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I mean, basically Nagy didn't know that Bobby Massey knocked over the official. Um, Like it or not, the officials handled that properly. The official wasn't set. The team was about to snap the ball, so it's the official's timeout. I mean, the problem on that play was that Bobby Massey wasn't ready to go on the field, and he wasn't where he was supposed to be. So when he turned around and had kind of an, oh, crap moment, I'm supposed to be on the field, 
he wasn't really looking where he was going, and he knocked over the official. That And Matt Nagy admitted that after the game. He apologized to the referees at halftime, he said, because he was so mad, and he didn't know that his own guy had really been the problem on that specific thing. So he said, you know, the, the only problem on that play was that our guy knocked over the official, and that can't happen. Hampo, anything for Adam? Well, you know, and, and, and again, Adam, you know, we, we've had some texters taking issue because we, we, we basically said, you know, and OB, you put it per- perfectly. We got to tell you what happened and we got to tell you who was good and we got to tell you who was bad. Mitchell Trubisky, it wasn't a bad day at the office. He was horrible. And let me just tell you this, you know, if you start, you know, thinking about this team and all the components that we have, and, you know, somebody said, oh, well, we don't have good receivers. We got great receivers. We got a tight end that can get open. Nobody covers him. We got some backs that can make things happen. And yet for this guy to be this, the offensive line, best game of the year, they basically negated yeah. one of the greatest, you know, so-called pass rushes we would ever see. But at the end of the day, you, you've got to say, okay, we're, we're all excited about the playoffs. Yeah. But how can he be this bad? With essentially two weeks in preparation, knowing he wasn't going to play on Thanksgiving, he wasn't going to play against the Giants. This was this is it, this was it, and this is what we got. It's that's it, it's frightening. And you know what? The other part of it is, you know, we can't put anybody away because we can't trust our quarterback to throw on third and seven. So we just got to hand off to you know uh, a dive play on third and punt. So well, I'm, I'm just telling you this. And guess what? We got. You know, you know who coming next week. You think six points is all they're going to score? Yeah, no. I mean, it's the tonight. There's no question. He he just wasn't good, and he didn't make the throws, and he had guys open, which I thought there would be guys open. And you know, if he had made the plays, this probably would have been a blowout. I mean, yeah, the only reason he, he should have thrown for four hundred. Yeah, I mean, it, it, could, it really could have actually been a blowout, which I never thought would have happened. But you know, it, it was there for the taking. And now here's the big question, guys, because look. The defense proved tonight they can beat any team in the NFL, even with the offense, you know, not really producing and the quarterback playing poorly. But the difference is in the playoff, if the Bears have to play the Rams, it's going to be in L.A. If they have to play the Saints, it's going to be in the Superdome, which is even more imposing. Um, and it's not really realistic to keep Drew Brees to six points in the Superdome or keep Jared Goff to six points in in the Coliseum out in L.A. So the quarterback in a playoff game, which is now what we got to be talking about because this is going to be happening uh, in these big matchups, the defense is good enough to win those games, but the quarterback is going to have to play a lot better than he played tonight. Right, that's, uh, that's what we were talking about during the break. How do you get him from where he's at tonight? Now, granted, he had two games off and he was out of sync and whatever else you want to throw in there, whatever excuses you want to make, but he has to get light years better in three in three weeks, so you have some flexibility, maybe that you can do things in those games, right? That you that you 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 don't yeah. necessarily need to win them all, and you're also playing some bad teams in two of them. So, well, and having not seen the tape yet, you know, going back and watching it, what I think happened, what concerned me about tonight, and maybe you can attribute it to the rust, is I thought this was more the Mitch Trubisky we saw the first three weeks of the season. When he kind of had a happy feet, he was rushed. The mechanics weren't very good, and he was sailing a lot of throws. Now, he certainly had moments like that throughout the season, but especially early in the year, things just sort of – the game was going too fast for him, and he, and it wasn't slowing down. I thought it had slowed down 
a good amount in the middle portion of the season. And then coming off these two games he missed, it looked this looked like more like the Mitch we saw back in September, which isn't good enough. So, you know, maybe just getting back on the flow of things will help, but there's no question he's got a lot to work on here uh, in a very short period well, of time. Well, Adam, here, here's the thing, and I thought Dan Hampton really brought up, as far as I'm concerned, one of the statements of, of all year so far. We move up from three to two last year, or two years ago, whatever, whatever you want to call it, to get this kid. All right? These problems that he has should have been gone. There, the, there never should be an accuracy problem with this kid. There never should be helter-skelter playing quarterback. He should be mountains higher than where he is now. And again, why? Because they gave up an entire draft to move up to take him the second player in the NFL draft. That's my point. And that's the point that Dan Hampton made. And that's the best point you could make. This kid should be there. This guy, you talk about a work uh, uh, in progress here. I mean, it's unbelievable. Kid passes for a net... Hundred yards today, and, and yeah, Obi, we Obi, win a football game. Yeah, I mean, this this, is a, this should not be happening now. We're going to send you out there to coach him this week, Ob. I think if you get it, that's, that's you don't my believe plan. what Dan Hampton said is correct, I and what I just repeated. I, I, I this is a Ferrari. Huh? Answer that question. Hey, this is a Ferrari that won't break the speed limit. Now think about that. We paid a ransom for him, and he, we don't got nothing to show for him. I'm, I'm trying to We're move, making excuses for him. I'm trying to move the problem forward here. I think we need we have an intervention here. we got three weeks to go. You've got a lot to say, OB. I think we get you out to Hallis Hall. Let's get you in there with Trubisky. Ho can set it up, and that's the plan. Did, Hamp? You, did you see that one statistic where they did, I think it was third quarter? Yeah. When Trubisky... Three seconds had, or less is incredible. Two and a half seconds or quicker getting the ball out. In other words, his only first read, okay? You can't go through second, third, fourth, three, and, th- and two and a half seconds. So if he, he's a one-read quarterback. And that's, that's trouble, folks. When he was having to go past two and a half seconds, in other words, look for the second or third guy, he was 0 for 7. But your point was, Dan... Is that these we shouldn't be having problems with this kid? No kidding. <laughs> the second overall pick, and and we got to baby this kid along. We got to cuddle him. We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah, and and oh, you can't say this. Oh, you can't do that. Give me a break. It's a Ferrari that won't break the speed limit. Now, how good is how bad is that? I mean, you know, you got. We gave up everything to get this kid. He's supposed right. to be 200 mile an hour, and he won't go over 40. And again, you know what, Mr. Hogue? You get Patrick Mahomes passed for 377 yards today against it's two touchdowns against the number one defense. He now has 4,300 yards and 43 touchdowns in his career. The same came out the same year. As this guy we got. He's overrated. Adam Hogue, you're the man. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. It's Packer weekend. And you know what? If the uh, the Vikings lose tomorrow, all they got to do is win and they get the division. Right. Right. Magic number down to two. Great stuff, Adam. Appreciate you. Bye. Thanks, Adam. See you guys. Adam Hogue out at Soldier Field. we got to take a quick timeout. 720 WGN. Hot down there. 
Chicago Bears conversation is here. The Hamp and OP Show with Cause, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. 720 WGN with you till the top of the hour. Who brought it today? Sponsored by the Blue Cross Blue Shield Card of Illinois. You know what to bring. Who brought it? Well, I think it was the guys that uh, OB has been bragging about all night. What do you think, OB? The offensive line. The offensive line. I it, uh, That's the way I saw it tonight. I, uh, I mean, they stymied a great defensive line that are very explosive, and he, we stopped them at the line and gave us a chance to hold on to the ball to make it and finally get through. But I'll tell you what, that's what I was not expecting that, but I'll tell you what, very proud of those guys up front, the five offensive linemen. Did a hell of a job. So you're Matt Nagy, you're getting ready for the Green Bay Packers. You just digested a win over the Rams. You're 9-4, and four. you've got... Green Bay coming in here. You got to play the Minnesota Vikings at home, and you got one trip out to San Francisco. How do you strategize the final three weeks of the season? How do you get your team ready for the playoffs? I guess what he's been I, what he's been doing every week. It's it's been working so far, and I I don't know what else to say. I mean, well, and, it's, and, whatever he's but, doing I mean, is working. But you're like you're you know as you said, Ob, you're, this is a magical year, right? Yes, so you're, it is. You're, you're going to have an opportunity that maybe you didn't think you're going to have, so you want to maximize it, right? Right. So how does he? How how do they go from everything that he saw tonight to make them as good as they can? Okay. Be? Well, let's let's just start. You know where. At the quarterback position, it's just, you have to eliminate those errant throws. I mean, one interception is one thing. But the first one, I mean, it was bad. Then the second one was worse. The third one was worse than all. All I'm saying is, this was a very tricky game. Now that we have won, we've beaten the Rams. I've been on teams like this. Oh, you, oh we you get a little full of yourself. And guess what? Right. We could be ripe. For the Packers coming in here, the Packers they they're playing house money. Hey, they got you know they they got the Aaron Rodgers got rid of the coach he wanted to get rid of, and now he has to play great. Otherwise, he looks like a bum, a fool for getting McCarthy fired. Then we got to go out to the West Coast and play the 49ers, who guess what beat the Denver Broncos today. The Broncos won five out of the last six, so they were hot and they go down. Then last game of the year. Going up to the Metro, well, it's not the Metrodome now, but it's uh, in Minnesota. And you know and I know, those guys were in the NFC Championship game, they want to put knots on their head. So which one of these do we say, oh yeah, that's one we can we can notch as a win? Which one? Well, I'll tell you what. You can, I mean, All of them are going to be white knuckles, especially I, if this guy keeps play, throwing the ball to the opponent. Well, I'll tell you what, Dan. I Listen. Every week, it's 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 unreal. It's exciting as hell. I can tell you that. But I'm 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 rooting for the Bears. I <laughs> I I just see things going on here that are absolutely crazy. It is, and 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 we're coming out winners. And so, guess what? If it's a magical year, and 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 let it keep going. Let it keep happening, and let us win. And and wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that just be something if we finished out with these three games, and went out west or whatever where we had to go down south and take care of business and get to the Super Bowl? How great would that be? You, you know, it's uh, we were detailing seven of the eleven games he's thrown for two hundred and twenty yards or less. And I'm not making the, the statement that Chase Daniel is better than Mitchell Trubisky, but in Daniel two in his two games, two hundred and thirty yards. 
285 He'll never play again. No, he he won't. Trubisky's hurt. I mean, Ryan Pace, right? And, you know, we had some people say, hey, it's not Trubisky's fault. It's Ryan Pace. He's the one that drives. Yeah, you're right. But guess what? At the end of the day, we're stuck with, you know, it's like your kids. (laughs) We got to live with Trubisky. We can't have him play like this and be happy. We have got to find a way. And, again, you know, Dave Ragone was chewing on his ear before the game. It was like they were kissing or something. Maybe he needs to go and talk to him after the interceptions. You think? You know? I, you know? After the interceptions, they show him on the bench. Nobody's talking. Maybe they need to tell him, hey, guess what, kid? You're locking your front leg and you're throwing the ball high. All your trouble, you know, you know, keeps recurring because of these breakdowns and footwork and technique. Gosh. I'll tell you what, Mark and, I, and our listeners, come next Sunday at noon, Packers are going to be here, and they're going to be playing Lucy Goosey Dan. You know they've, uh, you know they still maybe have an outside shot, uh, maybe to get in. But I'm going to tell you what: watch that ball. That ball is going to be flying all over Soldier Field. Watch and see. And I just hope we're going to be ready for the challenge. Yeah, because and- that defense has to come up again, again, yep. and prove that they can get it done. All nine wins, it was on the strength in the back of the defense. And, yeah, we, we applaud Nagy. He's done some amazing things, especially t- turning around the culture. You know, think about how bad it was last year with Fox. But here's the one thing. You know, I know that the Packers spotted us 20 up in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers couldn't couldn't run. He was on one leg, and he came back and beat us. You think they, they're scared of us? They're not. They think they can beat us again. Gentlemen, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Sunday. An hour and a half went by already. We're all we're, we're there, Obi. Holy schmoly! All right, we'll see you. We'll see you for Bears Packers. Thank you for listening tonight. We got Carl Lamar and Lisa coming up here. Bears a winner, nine and four. Woo-hoo! Enjoy at seven twenty WGN. And thank you to our friends at Bartolini's Restaurant Catering and Banquets, family owned and operated since nineteen ninety five. Home of the Bartolini ten pound meatball sandwich challenge. It's been featured in the Travel Channel, Food Network. Even German television. Hampo, how was the food tonight? Oh, talk Again. about who brought it. It was fabulous. One and OB their, and the their, chicken. Their food, the chicken the, tonight oh. was out of this world. Bartolini's, 144. I think I ate about three of them. <laughs> good job. That is, that's good eating. Bartolini's, 14420 South Pulaski, Inman Lothian, 708 396 2333. We will see you next week. Bears win, Bears win.